0: We'll
1: what's good everybody and welcome to buddy bag podcast I'm Chris Thomas and with me as always Brook Rider Dave how are you doing everybody you know Dave might like all of this new-fangled horror stuff like cabin in the woods your nightmare on Elm Street your Wishmasters, but Leave it to me, Chris Thomas, to add a little sophistication with some classic black and white cinema. Why don't we yes. take a little trip back in time to the year 1960 uh, 8 five, 8, <coughs> eight. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. With <laughs> your
0: sophistication.
1: Uh, 1968 with the classic Night of the Living Dead.
0: Yes, let's do that.
1: By the Godfather of zombie movies himself, George Romero.
0: Even though zombies isn't mentioned in the
1: movie at all. Nope, it's ghouls. Ghouls, yeah. Ghouls is the technical term. Yeah. But before we get into some of that, before we go to the past, let's look to the future for a couple of minutes first. Okay. Stuff that's uh, to be expected this upcoming year. Uh, We're recording this a month before Halloween, but this should be our Halloween October episode, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, it should be coming out in October. Yeah. yeah,
1: this uh, this is going to be our October episode. So, yeah,
0: beginning of October, yeah.
1: And then we have one more after that, just to kind of, uh, so we can have a little bit more horror to look forward to after after Halloween. But we'll get into that a little bit later. You know, it kind of works out because what better way for uh, uh individual horror movie review for Halloween than the classic Night of the Living Dead, classic <laughs> zombie movie. But like I said, before we get to that, as of right now, why don't we talk about some of the movies that are coming out soon that we're looking forward to. Okay. Uh, I got four listed right here just uh, in front of me right now, but you can have some honorable mentions after I do these four lists real quick. Okay. All right, so first one, uh, Has Your Girl, Wednesday, the Wednesday uh, Netflix. Is it Netflix? It's a show, not a movie, right?
0: Yeah, or- Uh, Wednesday, it's the Adams Family show coming out on Netflix. Yeah. I believe it'll be out by the time this airs.
1: So, yeah, but, uh, yeah, your girl, Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Which is funny because I was, um, well, I didn't know, I know Jenna Ortega mostly by name. Yeah. And because you have talked about her a couple of times.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But, like, I, she wasn't one that I could, like, point out if you, like, showed her to me. I w- I'm not as familiar with Jenna Ortega. Okay. And when I saw the trailer... For Wednesday, and then I was like, "Oh, that's Jenna Ortega. She's playing Wednesday. Wednesday's supposed to be like 15 years old, but I know Jenna Ortega was in like Scream, and wasn't she also in X?" Yeah. I was like, "How old is is is, is Jenna Ortega?" Because I know X is a, like a porno I, horror. So how old? I think is she's she?
0: like 19 or 20 something. Like she,
1: that. she she is 19. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, "Oh, okay. So that's 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 fine." Because yeah. <laughs> I, I, immediately I, I was like. X, X? That's a porno horror. What, what was? Uh, how old is she? She's playing Wednesday. I guess she's just getting in that uh, little, looking like a little kid money while she can.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you said it should be out when?
0: Well, it was coming out soon. Mm. I could double check, but I think it comes out in September. It says uh, fourth quarter of 2022, so that's like September October time frame. All right.
1: All right, uh, so I know you're looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be good. Um, I mean, I've
0: never been huge on the Adams Family though, so I don't know. I, I've I've always I'll liked the Adams
1: Family with, uh, you know, Christina Ricci playing Wednesday. Yeah, just, uh, that was that was the one that me, I grew so, up yeah. with. Um, it's it's interesting because uh, they're they're revamping a lot of classic stuff because Munsters is also coming out. By Rob Zombie, and I don't know how to feel about that.
0: Me either.
1: Just because, I mean... I don't know if I would have preferred Rob Zombie to try to make a R-rated Monsters, but it feels weird seeing him try to do a PG Monsters.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't see Rob Zombie doing PG at all.
1: I mean, I saw the trailer. I don't know if you did. No. I did... I actually this will be a good little uh uh thing real quick. Go ahead and look at the trailer real quick. And then I'm going to cut to your re- uh your thoughts real quick.
0: Pulling it up right now. Yeah. Um okay. All
1: right. All right. So so what what did you think?
0: It seems like it's going to be really goofy.
1: Uh, yeah. I just something seems a little off because I know the aesthetic he's trying to make it look low budget. Yeah. Uh, but like, it doesn't look like the right type of low budget. It's going straight to DVD. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. I mean, it looks it looks low budget, but it doesn't look like it's the right c- c- type of low budget. Yeah. I think personally, when I, uh, that it should have gone with the black and white aesthetic. I think that would have worked yeah. better.
0: Possibly, yeah.
1: But I don't know. But anyway, but I was gonna say that's coming out too, and so is another Adams Family type property. so they're doing a lot of throwbacks to old property now. But I mean, that's nothing. Yeah, but nothing is new. this
0: monsters going straight to like DVD? Because on the trailer, it's like available on Blu-ray September twenty seventh.
1: Oh, so it's this. So it's technically this month. No, yeah. Well, the month that yeah, next month. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that, but um. Uh, that's weird. Another, another. Um, but yeah, it
0: doesn't seem like a uh, Rob Zombie type film.
1: I'll also say the same thing about Wednesday, the TV show. Just something seems a little off. I don't know why. It just does. This one's a Tim Burton project too, right? The yes. Wednesday. Yeah. I don't know. I love Tim Burton, but the last movie of his that I liked was Sweeney Todd, and that was a while ago. Hadn't really yeah. been knocking it out of the park for me as of late. Yeah. Uh, so but we'll see, I guess. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, next one, uh, obviously uh, Halloween Ends is also uh, coming out sometime.
0: October 14th.
1: October 14th? Yes. So it'll be around the time where this comes out, or r- shortly after this comes out. Yeah. And I'm excited for this. Like, uh, I am too. Uh, I'm, you know... Y'all y'all know my feelings on the last one, Halloween Kills, it's a mixed feeling for me.
0: Exactly. It's a mixed feeling. Like I enjoyed it, but it uh some things I didn't enjoy.
1: Which is funny because you were really defending it when we did our reviews for it, and yeah. I was slowly going, Yeah, but you know, the more time passes, the more I, I keep thinking about it, and the more certain things that irritate me more.
0: Yeah, but we reviewed it like what, a week after it came out?
1: Yeah. Or, and like and the week after it came a, out yeah. Uh, we we gave it like a pretty decent rating, and then like two weeks after we did a uh, uh, like a Chris hates thing, and then yeah. I brought up I was like you know, the more time passes, the more certain things annoy me about that one uh, Halloween yeah. Kills.
0: I, I feel like that one so it's like almost here. I'm like, eh.
1: could have been a lot better. better.
0: Um, I mean, it started really strong
1: because if I'm not mistaken, Halloween ends. Well, let me tell you what I th- I bet I what should have happened? Cause I think Halloween ends takes place like two years after Halloween kills,
0: uh, four years, four years. Yeah.
1: I thought that they were going to do, and I thought this would have been a way better thing to do was that cause Halloween 2018 happened. And then Halloween kills happened all on the same night. Yeah. I thought that Halloween, ki- uh, Halloween ends was going to pick up right after that. And then that would have made sense. Like all of this stuff, ...happened on one Halloween night. Yeah. And then... ...Halloween Ends would have been a greater title... ...because it's like... ...Halloween Ends... ...basically it's the end of this one long... ...horrible Halloween night.
0: Yeah, I think they did that... ...because there's such a long time in between... ...shooting kills and ends... ...because of the pandemic and everything. Uh Uh-huh. And now the the actress of Philly's granddaughter... ...is now like 28, 29 kind of. Oh, hard that to means that they would have been like in 13-year-old. their they would have still
1: you wouldn't have you wouldn't have changed that much look-wise if you were already in your 20s though. Yeah. If she was 24 when when they were doing that, you know, you wouldn't have looked too much you wouldn't have like looked tons older like if you were just a couple years older. If you're already in your 20s. But yeah. I think that would have been a way better thing to make it all, all one it. long yeah. awful Halloween night and then Halloween ends. Would have been a more appropriate title, yeah. But uh, like I said, if they kill Lori Strode off, um, I hope they do it a lot better than resurrection. Resurrection, yeah. Uh, hope that we actually get to see her fighting Michael. But then again, you have to take into account that both of those characters. I mean, Michael makes sense, but Jamie Lee Curtis is a much older woman. I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't you don't have to make her like. Uh, a helpless old woman, but at the same time, she is older. You have to take that into yeah. account. You can't just have her going around throwing fisticuffs. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. Um, I'm I'm still looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm excited for it because it's a Halloween movie. So.
1: Next is uh, Hellraiser.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Have you been seeing much of this?
0: I've been hearing rumors. I haven't. I haven't watched any of the trailers yet. Like I've seen the. Uh, I only look saw for one the teaser. Header. I've seen like the look for the. the
1: uh, some people were like, you know, of course, uh, you know, making a big deal because now Pinhead is uh, female. I think she's either uh, Pinhead is either now female or I heard one person say a trans trans character, or I heard another person I think say it's female. Is a,
0: a trans woman playing. Is it like that, that?
1: Is people. it that? Pinhead is now a trans person, or is it that the, or is the thing that the character, or the actor who's playing Pinhead is a trans person?
0: Yeah, the actress that's playing Pinhead is a trans woman, I believe.
1: Oh, so it wasn't saying that Pinhead, the character was?
0: But now the character is being portrayed as a woman, but still.
1: But you know, for some reason when I think of Pinhead, that kind of makes sense to me that the character of Pinhead would be a kind of a Non-gender specific like entity. I don't know because this is a world where there's Cenobites, demonic, like uh, sadomasochistic, all leather bound. I don't know for some reason. I I could foresee like Pinhead n- not having a specific gender for some reason.
0: I believe like the uh, like source material for Pinhead it was, but that it was it
1: just did. a non-gender uh, yeah. specific entity.
0: Yeah, something like that. yeah. So,
1: but my but the thing is now. Yeah. Pinhead has already been given a backstory, though. So is this a revamp? We're like dismissing the previous movies because we already saw, saw that Pinhead did have a backstory in which he was a man.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure.
1: I think that's the only way it would work is if they uh they would have to kind of dismiss what happened in the previous movies and just go, "All right, this is you know new Hellraiser Part One." You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but so yeah. So we're gonna have to wait until October seventh when it's released.
1: Okay, well, I'll, I'll look forward to that. Um, I mean, like I said, that's about the only thing I've been hearing people like kind of say about it is some people have issues. But I mean, y- you'll have people have issues, you know, with recasting, especially when it comes to uh, LGBTQIA yeah. people. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, for I, just for some reason, I never really. Or the, the fact that Penhead being a non-gender specific entity just kind of made sense to me anyway. Yeah. So I saw the design. I dig the design. I think uh, now we just have to hear the voice because it's going to be hard to replace that Doug Bradley voice. But uh, I guess we'll see.
0: Yeah. We got to wait and see. I'm hoping for the best.
1: Yeah. But already I do say that I like the design. So right. I think the design looks pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, last one that I also wanted to bring up. I guess they're doing another Evil Dead, Evil Dead Rise.
0: Yes, Evil Dead Rise is, is coming out October seventh as well.
1: I don't know too much about it. I just actually just started hearing about it. I don't know if you know anything about it.
0: Uh, it's centered around like two estranged sisters who are reconnecting.
1: Does this have anything to do with the Bruce Campbell version or the rebooted version?
0: Well, uh, I mean, said take place in like the same universe. But I'm not not sure if there's going to be any interaction between
1: because I didn't know if this was like a sequel to the rebooted version or if this is yeah. like a movie that took place like years after the Bruce Campbell Evil Dead series or the Ash versus the Evil Dead universe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and that's all about I have to say for that. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I was mean, just I'm something gonna I watch saw it when it
0: come out. When it it just out, something I saw. Yeah. But those are like know, f- uh Bruce Campbell isn't going to be in it, though. That's no. been confirmed. Yeah.
1: Uh, which, I mean, he can't be in all of them. So. No. Yeah, I mean, uh, if the Evil Dead franchise is going to continue, um uh, can't be in all of them, I guess. Or I maybe mean, yeah. he can, but I mean.
0: Maybe this connects to the Ash vs. Evil Dead series. Who knows?
1: But do you have any mentions other than uh, the fact that Nosferatu, which is one that we've mentioned a couple times already, anyway? Yeah.
0: Uh, on September 23rd, Pearl is going to be coming out, which is the, like, prequel to X.
1: I still haven't watched X.
0: Which I'm pretty excited for, because I really enjoyed X.
1: Do you, uh, well, you know my thing with A24. What do, you, do you think I would dig it? I think you
0: would. I, I mean, if you just picture in your head A24 making a slasher film, mm-hmm. basically X. Like I said, I,
1: I, I do like some A24 stuff, um... Uh... I just have mixed feelings with some of the movies
0: and then this one i'm kind of excited for because now that the original director is no longer involved i get behind jeepers creepers reborn also coming out in september
1: jeepers creepers is coming out uh with another one
0: yeah so i'm pretty excited for that
1: yeah it's been a while since i've watched any kind of jeepers creepers uh product yeah Those are just a couple. I just wanted to bring some attention, you know, to stuff that's coming up soon before we jump into uh, the year 1968. Which, now that I brought it up, why don't we go ahead and get into the movie of this particular episode. All right. So, Night of the Living Dead. I think Night of the Living Dead probably falls under the category for a lot of people. Everybody knows Night of the Living Dead is a classic.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Everybody knows Night of the Living Dead is like the grandfather of zombie movies. Yeah. But I don't know if if necessarily all people have actually gone out of their way to see it.
0: Like, I've seen it before, but it had to be at least 15 years ago.
1: I'm willing to bet that Night of the Living Dead is kind of like Citizen Kane or Casablanca. Like, if you consider yourself a movie buff... You'll know movies like Casablanca or Citizen Kane, but maybe a lot of people, um, a lot of reviewers, probably hadn't even gone out of their way to see it. I've even seen, though,
0: yeah, I've seen Citizen Kane. I've never seen Casablanca.
1: Even though people know, well oh, Casablanca, yeah, uh, is a is a classic, and Humphrey Bogart, yeah, that that movie is yeah. a classic. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's still. I think I think that Night of the Living Dead probably falls under that category. Yeah. Uh, for you know, well, like uh, the regular horror fan, not the not the diehard horror fans, but like your regular run of the mill. I, I fan. think though
0: so far, almost like some diehard horror fans, like they'll know it, but they probably haven't gone back to watch it.
1: Um, I'd, they're I'd more s- into like
0: modern stuff. So they probably won't go out of their way to watch a black and white film.
1: Last time I saw this was probably about like two years ago. Okay. So I I had seen it relatively well, earlier than you, I guess. I mean yeah. or in terms of recency. Yeah. Um black and white movies I just love in general. Uh I think black and white movies tend to freak me out more than color movies. But
0: see me with black and white movies to see like hit or miss. sometimes I'm just like can't get into this.
1: Uh I, I have a appreciation for black and white movies.
0: I think you just need to have strong characters for black and white movies.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, for those of you who have not seen Night of the Living Dead, quick synopsis. Again, we're not going to go too deep into the actual plot. I mean, we're going to we're going to talk about some of the scenes, but um, as for this season, we've just been kind of talking about it freely as if you have seen it. But if you haven't, quick synopsis. Oh, I got a quick one. Oh, go for it.
0: Seven people are locked in a house or being attacked by zombies.
1: That's pretty much the gist of it. That's the synopsis of this movie. And the introduction to i wanted to do this movie for a few reasons one of which was this was also the introduction or one of the first introductions to a very strong uh black led protagonist
0: yes ben
1: in the 1960s uh, you know and i had recently watched horror noir the documentary and this was one of the first things that they talked about was how black people in movies especially horror movies were either stereotypes or if they were monsters they were done up to look all like goofy monsterish and with exaggerated features and usually background characters but night of the living dead finally you have this strong capable normal guy black man and he's taking charge he's telling people what to do he's getting stuff done yeah and all the other characters are white and they're having to like listen to him yeah which was probably, which I just can imagine for 1968 was just... It had to piss a
0: lot of people off. It
1: had probably pissed a lot of people off.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But the other reason was just because uh, me and Dave agreed that he would, uh, he chose the first two movies, I would cho- choose the next two, and we would just kind of go down.
0: Go back in time. Slowly. Go
1: back in time. So we did Cabin in the Woods. 2011. Then, yep. Then we had uh, Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: 1984
1: uh then we went Night of Living Dead and then uh you guys get to tune in next month for a little post Halloween review of we're doing uh old Nosferatu so really really back in the day ye old era for
0: its a 100 year anniversary yeah, yeah just basically.
1: in time for its 100th year anniversary uh well i mean yeah cuz it ca- that came out in 1922. Uh, 22 yeah so
0: when did it exactly come out, though?
1: It would be amazing if it was in no- November. That way it could officially be the anniversary. But, of uh, course, the main reason why I chose this is because, as you just heard, Dave doesn't even like black and white horror movies. So I have to culture him a little bit.
0: It's not that I don't like it. But I said it's hit or miss. But uh, it actually came out March 4th, 1922. Oh, so it's already passed. Yeah, that's um, a weird time for <laughs> a silent horror film to come out.
1: Mm-hmm. But, yes, basically, as Dave says, seven people in a house, zombies attacking. Let me ask you real quick. What do you think about these particular zombies, which apparently are a result of radiation from Venus, from a thing coming back down to Earth from Venus?
0: Yeah, a satellite exploding in the Earth's atmosphere coming back from Venus. I
1: completely forgot that was the reason. I'd, I'd forgotten me about too. it. Me too. I
0: heard that. I was like, what?
1: I was like, is that really? what? It was? Really? <laughs> I, was, I, I just okay. thought it was... I just thought it was people coming back from the day i didn't know i I venus what do you (laughs)
0: yeah threw me for a loop but yeah um these zombies were uh they're supposed to be like slow and dumb but at some points they're running
1: they're capable yeah they're 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 smashing windows
0: people there's some that aren't very capable then there's some very capable zombies
1: they're taking like like they'll be trying to hit on some car windows, realizing it's not working, and then grab a brick and then smash the window. Like, they can reason.
0: They have some thought process behind it.
1: Those are more terrifying than a lot of modern-day zombie uh, adaptations, where they're just kind of mindlessly walking around.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think there's something also really creepy about that. They don't look like zombies. No. They honestly look like just people.
0: Well, if you... in like, the TV reports are saying, like... The recently deceased.
1: Yes, the recently deceased.
0: So I've taken like anybody who's passed away who hasn't been embalmed yet.
1: Yes, because I was about to say if you if you've been embalmed, they remove your brain, if I'm not mistaken.
0: <laughs> yeah, they. So I'm guessing it's anyone who hasn't been embalmed yet is getting you know it's because because you don't
1: see any really disturbed graves or anything. You just no. see uh, they, they there must be people who are recently dead and then just come oh, yeah. back to life, uh, which makes sense. Yeah. And again, the fact that it's black and white also makes it very creepy to me. Yes. Uh, and But you know what? When I looked up, uh, when I did some research on the movie, this initially started out as an alien movie in its first draft. Really? It started out as an alien movie about an alien who befriends a group of humans. And then the other draft was that it was an alien movie in which it was uh, using humans as food so you would see like a meadow area filled with yeah. dead bodies and they were being they were basically the food source for the aliens and then it turned into that these dead bodies being cannibalistic monsters Yeah, well, maybe that's mixed- why the Venus thing was there maybe that was just yeah. left over from the first draft
0: yeah which well, makes sense for the time because was around the time when uh what was it invaders from Mars and
1: oh and like uh- and
0: body snatchers from a different planet yeah something. yeah yeah, yeah. It's coming um, out.
1: So that definitely makes it so. But I, I again, it just baffles me about how it's just weird how things get started, and you go deep delving into like the origins of things. You're like it started out as one thing, and then it just took on a mind of its own, and then turned into something completely different. Yeah. So uh, I gotta say, um, we'll talk about the main character real quick. Ben. I gotta say, poor Ben, he for multiple bad, reasons. Yeah. Not only, spoiler alert, by the way, the ending, the famous ending, where he finally survives this horrible horde uh, of zombies and all the people dying only to get mistaken for a ghoul by some posse of dumbasses who shoot him in the head thinking that he's a zombie, and then he gets thrown on the fire.
0: Yeah. They're like, oh, there's one in the house. Let's just shoot whatever in the house instead of...
1: Yes. Let's not make sure that what we're shooting is... But I mean, now I mean we have to get into it um the uh the the racial element of this movie. Yeah. Because this came out if I'm not mistaken, I think it was a week or two or a month or two, but it was in the same time period as the Martin Luther King assassination. If I am not mistaken, you just double check that for me because I'm fairly certain that's the case. And like some of the overtones of like this, you know, strong black man being uh like the survivor and then only to just be shot by a group of white survivors. I, th- I saw something referred All right. to them as some redneck posse.
0: Yeah, redneck posse. Uh, same year.
1: Yeah, same year. Because
0: this came out October 1st, and Martin Luther King was assassinated April 4th.
1: I heard, though, during the making of this, though, is when that happened. Like, during the not during the release of the movie, but during the making of it.
0: That can make sense, depending on how long this movie... Because I believe be I saw yet. that
1: also in the horror noir thing. Like, they were making the the movie, and then they heard it, uh, of what happened with Martin Luther King. And then that's when they realized, all right, well, this movie's going to be important. Yeah. But not only that, but, man... You, all right. Uh, I'll say this. This was groundbreaking for black characters in movies, but uh, ladies, I guess you'd have to wait a little while before being cast as anything other than the hysterical damsel.
0: Yeah, I did not
1: like Barbara. <laughs> she was just... Uh, sorry, ladies. Um, you you don't come off that well. Well, from one character alone, you do not come off that well.
0: Barbara's face out the whole time, and then... Who's They're it? coming
1: for you, Barbara. Yeah. Which, they gave... The most famous line of that movie to her brother, who dies in the very beginning. Yeah, um,
0: and then Judy gets Tom killed because she's useless in
1: this movie. Um, when he's when Ben is trying to get the house prepped and ready, he would have been better off having an actual zombie in the house than Barbara. <laughs> Bar- Barbara, he said he asks her to get some wood so he could help, like. Uh, so he could, like, nail the stuff shut. He He's, like, ripping doors off the hinges, trying to, like, uh ripping, like, Clearly, cabinet yeah. doors off. And, and, and she comes with a couple of, like... Dinky pieces of wood. Dinky pieces of wood, like, scrap wood that are, like, about a foot long. Can't do anything with. Wouldn't even well, work you, as a weapon.
0: No. Not at all. Now it's I she get, just holds them, too, like... I, mean, I, I get, know, get that
1: she enough. is catatonic, and I get that she is terrified from witnessing her brother died, but I come, come on. Like, like I'm, I'm sorry, ladies, <laughs> but you just care. I just kept thinking, man, this is groundbreaking for black characters, but man, you ladies do not come off that good. <laughs> you're going to, I guess you're going to have to wait a, a couple, more, couple years more years before you're defending before, 70s. It starts coming. For yes. Before, guess, before Ripley hits the scene or Sarah yeah. Connor hits the scene. But um,
0: yeah, I was sitting there thinking, like, God, And would like she, the last person I want to be with. Waits, waits until the
1: entire house is boarded up and then wants to undo all of his hard work by saying, we got to go back out and get my brother. And, oh, yeah. I, and I don't take this the wrong way either. I was debating whether or not even to say this or write this down. But this movie, I bet you um, made a lot of guys go, I don't think a man should ever hit a woman, but...
0: But... but, End of the world scenario.
1: End of the world scenario, this woman is hysterically trying to bust out the door that you just spent a couple of hours trying to board up. Smacking you in the face.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And you saw in his face that he was thinking about it, too. Yeah. He's like, should I? (laughs) And he's like, well why, And then, uh, and then, you know, she went she open-handed, but enough for her to pass out, I guess, from probably yeah. passed out from sheer shock that she didn't think he was going to do that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, God, man, I was like, and you know, the scene before that he was like talking to her and she then went on this entire spiel of the opening scene that we saw. You could just yeah. see in his face. He's like, "Jeez, I'm sorry. I asked. Yeah, like, can you go back to not talking please and she she started getting louder and louder and he's like listen you just need to calm down please like
0: get a little loud you're gonna let know we're here you're getting
1: a little loud here um so again I'm not sitting here condoning violence against women or anything like that but I'm saying in this particular instance when uh she she's smacking him in the face and trying to get out. It, 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 he exhausted everything he could have possibly done. <laughs> yeah. Again, we live in a day and age right now where somebody would take that out of context and then go. Chris Thomas from Body Bag promotes uh, beating violence, women.
0: Yeah. Tell you entertain? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I'd
1: yeah. Uh, well, let's not let's not spoil the show by talking about that dude. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> All right. Um. Then they come out of the cellar, right? That's.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. What's his face? Is it Tommy? Is the guy's name Tom? Comes out of the cellar. Yeah, there's
0: Tom. Yeah,
1: (laughs) just immediately like asshole. Just immediate as soon as he comes out the cellar. No, you're thinking
0: about uh, Harry Cooper. He was the asshole. Oh, sorry. The one who was who was saying, "Hey, I can
1: I can drive the truck or whatever, or I can get the gas." All right, no, so not Tommy, but the Harry guy.
0: Yeah, because Sam's the only likable character besides Ben in this movie. Yes,
1: he's actually going. Let's let's uh, you know this guy's making some points. Why would we go back down to the cellar for? If there's only that they
0: get down there, we got nowhere to go.
1: Yeah, why would we want to trap ourselves with no way out? Which Harry's in there yelling, "We need to go back to the thing," and you guys can stay. I'm like, well, then go to the cellar then. If if, yeah. if you want to go back down to the cellar, why wouldn't you go back down to the cellar and just leave mm-hmm. Ben to do what he's doing? He'll just yeah. be a first line of defense. Like, exactly like wh- why are you sitting there yelling making a scene just go back down to the cellar
0: <laughs> yeah he, he was terrible
1: yeah he get he gets he, he gets got though um yeah everybody well, he, except he ben was also gets also got. one
0: of the producers of the movie too oh is he yeah uh carl hardman was the guy who played harry cooper oh that's cool yeah and he was also the voice on the radio
1: oh that's pretty cool Oh, he's always he's always versatile. He he yeah. was a producer, and he uh l- lended a couple of uh, a couple yeah. of roles. That's pretty neat. Yeah.
0: Uh, another uh, neat fact: the actor that played Tom. Yes. Only role he ever did. After hey. this, he went into music, and then he became a chiropractor.
1: Yeah, and I saw that. Uh, I believe Dwayne Jones is the guy who plays Ben. Yeah. Uh, I looked up him. He went on to be a uh director of the McGuire Theater. He he went on to uh uh he, he was a uh, artistic director of uh Center for Culture of Art in Manhattan and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't know yeah. if this is his only role, but he
0: No, he's still in a couple others, but but yeah. he went
1: on to like kind of be a director and uh head for like artistic uh, director for place, which is pretty neat. Yeah. But yeah, uh, oh, one of the things I was looking up to is I had to look up because there's a lot of handheld cameras, a little shaky a lot of the times. Yeah. So I had to look up when Steadicam was invented, and Steadicam—I don't know if it was invented, but it started getting widely used in 1975. Yeah. This, so sense. like less than a decade after this. And so, so they mostly probably either used tripods or handheld uh, with this.
0: Most likely, yeah.
1: And the handheld, I think, actually works to this movie's benefit. Especially, like, if it's, like, if they're, like, shooting from, like, behind certain things. It looks like the perspective of, like, a creature or ghoul kind of stalking them a little bit.
0: Yeah, I get what you mean, yeah.
1: Uh, With it being kind of shaky the way it is, it kind of feels like, like, like from the perspective of one of the ghouls or something is looking at them. Yeah. Which I think works pretty well. And uh, so, yeah, it's either... Very steady or shaky like that. There's no real tracking shots, no real like running and the camera is kind of steady or anything like that. It's just most of the time the camera is in one set spot or if it's being handheld, it's the camera is usually in one position. It's not a lot of like running around following the actor.
0: No, it's more the actress running towards the camera, running away from it.
1: Yes. Um which I like again, I think I, I I just said it just it it works well for this kind of movie. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, I wonder this this probably isn't one of the f- this probably isn't the first one to do it, but probably one of the earliest ones to do it where where you have a monster movie and it's like this does not have a happy ending.
0: No, it did not.
1: If, in fact, I th- uh, one of the descriptions was saying this is like a very nihilistic ending. Yeah. It's uh, uh, just like well, shit, all of this happened, and then it didn't even matter.
0: Yeah. You get so invested in Ben, and you get invested in to Sabira too a little bit for her just to get taken out in the last like fight against the ghouls before Ben hides away in the cellar. And then Ben just makes it, and then he doesn't.
1: <laughs> I'm sitting here watching Harry. Uh, is now trying to help him board up the thing after he refused to let him in. Yeah. Like, that's going to be like, like, that's going to make bygones be bygones.
0: Oh, fuck you, Harry. Yeah, he's about to get
1: punched out in a minute. Yeah. He's like, for a guy who wanted to take charge as soon as he comes out of the cellar, and then he's like, just a super coward.
0: Yeah.
1: So, Harry's sitting here wailing on him right now. I, I, You don't blame him. This dude, this dude's been having a stressful day. Like, yeah. you hear the story that he's been telling even before he got here. Like, this dude's been having a long day. Yeah. And then he has to come in, deal with Barbara, deal with her just being useless, and yeah. then and then acting hysterical. Then has to deal with this dude who comes out the cellar with all these other people. Make an, make an excuse to say, you you know, when they came out of the basement, I had, like, five questions that I was going to ask, and immediately Ben asked every single one of them. Yeah. <laughs> a, why didn't you come up here? Two, Wait a second. You just said that you didn't hear uh, this woman screaming, yet you heard all this banging. So which was it? Did you hear us or not? Yeah. Three. You know we could have uh, used some help up here. Why didn't you come up here and help? Help if you knew somebody was up here. Three. So are you saying that if they or four rather, if you heard woman screaming, you would have just let her die? Uh, so. But Ben asked every single one of those questions in like yeah. quick succession, and I was, I was like, oh, good job, Ben. Good. There you up, ben. you, sh- you yeah. ought to be a movie reviewer. Yeah. <laughs> You're asking the important questions here, but, but yeah, the ending just—you get invested with all these characters, and then again, I—I I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm old. If I, I just like happy endings or anything like that. I mean, I can get into a movie that has a sad ending or something like that. See, I, I mean,
0: I, I enjoy like bad endings are kind of like my jam movies So I'm like, okay,
1: what bad is in like ends badly for the character?
0: Yeah, like I, I could get behind that. Especially if it kind of has a meaning to it,
1: like I like you know, yeah. it took me a while to get over like the mist ending that yeah. like we had talked about. Um, this one is sad. Yeah. And at the time, you think, man, that actually makes sense though, especially when you read up like the quote-unquote redneck posse and stuff like that. Like they because yeah, just...
0: in 1968, they were probably probably saw like, oh, that guy's black. Definitely yeah, they, and you know, it,
1: when you hear like redneck posse, especially yeah. in 1968, you would automatically think, you know, even if they knew he was not a ghoul, they probably would have killed him anyway. Yeah, because it was, you know, because now it's like it's 1968, which is was a horribly racist time, and um, and now it's kind of like the Wild West now with everybody killing each other in the streets. Yeah, yeah I mean, you could have you could have just done that and just said, oh, yeah. he was a zombie. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Because they're burning the bodies, so it's not like they're going to test the bodies to make sure each one was a zombie or not.
1: Yeah. So, like I said, when you hear the term "redneck posse" like that, you would think, oh, you know, yeah. he probably probably wouldn't have ended well anyway, even if they knew. Yeah. So, it's just like, damn. But you know, I'm, I'm glad I, I, I chose this movie though. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely. I don't I don't know why, but just black and white movies. There's just something scary about them uh, to me more so than. Anything with color, really, uh, just something about that old aesthetic. Just, especially if you're like alone in the house, it's nighttime, and just having an old black and white horror movie playing is just something uh, that just kind of gets me in the mood. Where it's just like, you know, I just feel kind of creeped out right now.
0: I get what you mean. Yeah.
1: Maybe it's just because, you know, for me, I'm always going to take practical over CG anyway. Yeah. Maybe it's just there's something r- real about. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah.
1: Um, why don't we go ahead and uh, go to kills of the movie?
0: Kills of the movie. I'm gonna go when. We'll go with Barbara's death. Barbara. Yeah, because she finally got over like her catatonic state. She was finally starting to fight back. Mm-hmm. Boom!
1: sees her brother, dead. <laughs> just to, this. This movie's just filled with like. Oh, there's hope? Nope. nope. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably why my my death is the uh is Ben's. Um, just because that was the the meaning behind it just like hits home, yeah. you know, like you just see, you know, you everything that he went through and then when that happens you just go, Oh, oh
0: it was it is like a heartbreaking death, like
1: it's kind of like the end of The Departed. Yeah. <laughs> when Leo DiCaprio gets shot in the head. <laughs> all this stuff happening, and you're like, oh, they're finally going to, uh, you know, uh, triumph after all of this bullshit. Yeah. And then, nope. And you're just sitting there going, oh.
0: I'm not going to lie. I forgot that's how this movie ended. until oh, I did I
1: I like, did. I oh. I, that's... Ben, like, if I did a top ten poor bastards, Ben would definitely be on mine.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, just because you just hate to see, you know. Just yeah. again, if start,
0: I watched this movie a month earlier, he you, you definitely ended up on my list.
1: You just watch all of this stuff, and then it's 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 like you've been with him since it started. You're like, it, you he you were there when all the uh, when all the bullshit happened. Uh you were there even when t- uh what's his face Harry what's his face like almost killed him by not letting him in, yeah, he narrowly escaped death a couple of times already, plus all the stuff that he had said that happened before, yeah, and then you go, all right, finally, rescue, and then just to be killed in just such a shitty way,
0: yeah, oh, move the house shoot it yes, oh, that's a good shot.
1: aren't you guys supposed to be the rescue posse, yeah, like and you're just gonna shoot anything that moves,
0: yeah. The people that need rescue are you shooting? Okay.
1: You just see movement in the house. You know that these things don't talk. Like, be like, hey, yell out if you're people. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: If you're alive, say you're alive.
1: Yeah. I'm alive. You're a posse. Right. Like, if if, 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 if a zombie's in the house, you have, like, two dozen people. You'll be fine. Yeah. All right. So... We're going to go to ratings now. Ratings is kind of hard when it comes to like older movies. Yeah. Because from a technical level, you kind of have to be like, all right, this was the 1960s.
0: You got to grade it out like when it was made.
1: You have to, yeah. And it's going to be even harder when we do Nosferatu. Yeah. Because it's going to be like, all right, but this, been, at this at is the silent era. era. How, how am I supposed to like judge it on a technical level?
0: Well, I'm looking at it, this. Is a, this is a movie with a hundred twenty-five thousand dollars budget that made, and got
1: thirty million dollars back.
0: Yeah, made yeah thirty million dollars. So obviously, for its time, it was well made.
1: So I don't know a hundred thousand dollars if that would have been considered low budget for 1960s, or if that would have been like an average budget for a movie. Yeah, but I, I do like hearing about movies that don't that. Don't cost a lot of, mo- or that didn't cost a lot of money in terms of like uh, millions of dollars, and get a ton of return. I do love those kind of stories. So, I've already said that I that I think that the uh, handheld thing like lends itself well to the type of movie it is. Yeah. Um, I said the black and white. Uh, I'm always a fan of.
0: So, plenty of the Apes came out in 1968. Okay. And it had a budget of five point eight million.
1: Planet of the Apes. Yeah, but y'all, you, you kind of gotta take into account that uh, that probably had a lot more. Like, so mm-hmm. I'm just
0: comparing, like, oh, I, know, I know, I know, movies from 1968. See how much they were to make. Rosemary's um, Baby had a budget of three point two million. Rosemary's, so, Be- yeah, so that Living Dead was a little bit of a lower budget film for 1968. Yeah, because
1: you figured uh, Rosemary's Baby. You didn't really have to... Didn't really probably cost a lot to make. I mean, it was all in an apartment. Yeah. So the money probably went to... Actors. The actors. So yeah. uh, so this one... Yeah, so this would have been like a relatively low-budget movie, I would assume, for yeah. the time then. You said uh, Rosemary's Baby came out the same year? Yeah. That was color. So I guess the black and white aesthetic was probably a personal choice. Yeah,
0: and the 60s, color was already out. So that's, yeah, that uh, was a personal choice.
1: Yeah, so... I mean, yeah, but I mean, there were some still black and white movies in the 1960s. Yeah, it was Um, just
0: cheaper to do black and white.
1: Yeah, because I I didn't think about that until just now, because, you know, sometimes I forget the year that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, So when I hear 1960s, I'm like, oh, of course, it's black and white. But I'm like, yeah, but it was 68. So there would have he would have had the option to do color. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I do think that again. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be in the 20s. Yeah. um
0: for me i'd say probably about 26
1: that's exactly what i was gonna put it at
0: yeah because like i enjoyed it but uh, it's not a movie i'm gonna go out of my way to rewatch every um, so often like i would a movie that's in 28 or 29 right?
1: i'll say 26 27 it's one of those movies that i would like to watch once in a while so i can appreciate it yeah uh
0: Maybe we put it on every October, like yearly. Yeah, Maybe, like yeah.
1: like you know when you have a horror movie countdown. Yes. Uh, I'm hesitant to to, well, not really, because if if it were 25, that just means I would think it's a very well made, okay movie. Yeah. But it's slightly better than just an okay movie. Yeah. It's it's a little bit better than an okay movie in terms of, but you know, it's not denying the importance and the groundbreaking stuff that it no. did. It's a very well-made movie. It's a very well-made movie, but... Good movie. It is a good movie, but again, just one that, you know, I, I would probably watch maybe once, uh, once a year. Yeah. To Just, you know, to complete your horror movie, you know, month of horror movies in October. Yeah. You know, this, is, this is definitely one that you would want to at but least it, have on the list. Yeah. You know, show it some respect. And just enjoy it, again, because exactly. it's a well-made movie. In fact, I think that it's actually scarier than a lot of uh, more recent zombie movies.
0: Did you ever watch the 1990
1: remake? Night of the Living Dead? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Um, I think the next one that I would have watched after this, like in terms of timeline, would have been Dawn of the Dead with Ken Foray. Um, uh, It's
0: directed by Tom Savini.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... uh,
0: See, like, I kind of remember having the 1990 remake of VHS. but I don't remember if I ever actually seen it.
1: Was it, do you, is it worth watching?
0: Like, I don't remember if I watched it or not. So oh, no. I don't know. So I, like, I don't know, it. Chris.
1: I literally just said, I don't remember if I watched <laughs> it. So I
0: was asking, have you seen it?
1: Oh, uh, no. Um, I didn't know they made a remake.
0: Oh, uh, uh, one other interesting thing I just kind of found out. Yeah. The original Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, if you're looking where to find it, at, I watched on Shutter. Uh-huh. So, Chris, but if you go to Wikipedia and you go down to the plot page, the it goes plot to the thing,
1: franchise.
0: You click down on that, you can watch the movie on Wikipedia.
1: Is that what that link was? Because I went to Wikipedia to look up uh, one of the uh, uh, to look up one or two things, and then I saw like a clip thing. That was the actual video. The actual movie, yeah. Uh, I watched it on Amazon. You can watch it for free. So that's three places right there if you want to watch it. Yeah. You can watch it for free on Amazon. You can watch it on Shutter, and you can watch it on uh, the Wikipedia page, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, that's true. I was like, is this actually it? And I clicked on it. I was like, oh, it is. I'm glad it was free on Amazon because yeah. if I had
1: heard that and I had had, if I had ended up paying for it and then found out that it was free on Wikipedia, I would have been pissed. But then again, <laughs> I was a little upset that I watched this. I was kind of like, oh, I was a little disappointed that it didn't have ads. Oh yeah. I wonder if it would have added to it.
0: The, nah, this movie I go without the ads.
1: Uh,
0: at, like if we're watching a bad movie. Well, we watched. The I
1: watched The Descent, and it had ads.
0: That's true. Yeah, same here. But
1: um, but yeah, I think three movies that we have watched with ads that was Wishmaster, uh, Fear dot com, um, and uh, The Descent. The Descent. Um, which definitely enhanced the experience.
0: Just cause the odd ad placements.
1: Plus, it would have been a color. So, but uh, yeah. So, I think I think I'm comfortable giving it a nice 26 out of 30.
0: Yeah, 26 is right. It's perfect.
1: Yeah, it's perfect. Just above, you know, it's a little bit above of, uh, average. A little bit above average movie, but it's a very well made one. So, but yeah, that's Night of the Living Dead. You know, I couldn't think of a better movie to kind of have you know, as we're, you know, getting into October, getting ready for the Halloween, Mm. you know, getting ready for Halloween, throw it back to some good old fashioned classic zombie horror. Exactly. And we only have one more real movie review other than the, uh, other than the guest uh, at the end of the month. And that's going to be Nosferatu to round out our one-on-one with, uh, with the horror movie reviews.
0: Yeah. Which I'm kind of excited for because I've, Never actually watched a silent film, so...
1: Um, I've watched one or two of of those eras, silent era, but I did it when I was taking film classes. Yeah. Um, but I had never seen Nosferatu. Nosferatu was one of those movies, like I had said earlier, how I was like, oh, everybody knows Nosferatu, especially if you're in the horror community, but how yeah. many people actually have gone out of their way to sit and actually watch it?
0: Eventually, we will.
1: Um, I will say, at this point in the recording, I have watched about... I'm a third of the way through it. Okay, I haven't even gotten to Nosferatu yet. I haven't even the character of of Count Orlock. Yeah, but th- this is one of those movies that is like creepy, and, and it's not intentionally so. Yeah, it's just creepy. I don't know if it's because it's German or if it's because it's just a silent movie. Yeah, but it's definitely one of those movies that like. If you busted in a serial killer's house and that was playing on the TV, like in a dimly lit room, you'd be like, yeah. "This is fucking scary." Like, ex-
0: <laughs> kind of excited to see this remake. I don't know when it's coming out. Even but... the
1: main, even the characters that aren't the villains or horror characters, just kind of have a creepy aesthetic to them.
0: Okay, yeah,
1: and not intentionally so. They're like over the top acting but it's creepy. So right. you'll have to let me know when, you, when you're when you watching that. Okay. Um, but that is treats for next month. Um, but in the meantime, thank you as always to our followers, both on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, those who got out of their way to download us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and what have you. Um, at this point, uh, I know we're getting close to 1,000 followers on instagram so hopefully by the time this drops maybe we'll hit that and if so thank you to all of them all every one of you guys who made that possible it's thank uh, you guys you guys we really appreciate it yeah um i i talk to a few of you sometimes in the comments and uh you guys everyone who i yeah. most of the time you guys are pretty cool cool we love the getting the feedback so yeah well, uh, i love like chatting with other uh horror enthusiasts yeah and uh but thank you for listening to this one and hope to see you in the future. And as always, I've been Chris Thomas. Brokerider Dave. Thank you, guys. Have a good week, everybody. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Body Bag Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about. And
0: while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter
1: at Body Bag Pod
0: and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast.
1: Thanks, and we'll see you next time.